He's one of the world's most respected business experts, Jeffrey Hazlett. I want to take you behind the scenes on what's happening in business today. And whether you're on Main Street or Wall Street, we're going to find out the secrets behind their success. This is All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett, brought to you by Fortinet. How perfect is this? My next guest is an Eagle Scout who went on to run a campground business, the biggest private campground company in North America. And before that, he was an undergrad degree at UC Berkeley, an MBA at UCLA, a long lucky streak as a casino executive, and recently a primetime slot on the CBS hit show, Undercover Boss. We really got to see what was going on in his business. And the business is KOA, Campgrounds of America. And our guest, its chairman and CEO, Jim Rogers. Taking you behind the scenes of what's happening in the business world, Jeffrey Hazlett hosts All Business, brought to you by Fortinet. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Hey, Jim, thanks a lot for joining me today. Look, when I look at the KOA uh, business, I think of a lot of folks would think it's not like a digital business, but it's starting to become a little bit of digital business, right? I mean, or you've made this transition from what I call, you know, like the old man's business to a new business because it's just different, and you've had to make some transitions there. Well, you have to dial up uh, hospitality. I, you know, I'm a casino ex-casino guy, and, uh-huh. and sort of learned that uh, whole bailiwick. Of Are you doubling down? A, Is this double doubling down? down and camping? You know, I came back to KOA about 15 years ago, and it's a uh, you know, in order to remain competitive today, we uh, consider our business to be outdoor hospitality business. And I think that uh, you have to be able to provide the details to the potential camper before they get there. You've got to be able to provide technology in the campgrounds because... You got to have Wi-Fi now, right? Uh, well, every campground's got Wi-Fi. Is it really? Oh, I mean, yeah. you got to have that. It's like a, it's like table stakes. It's now for it's, you, a, huh? it's like a clean bathroom. I mean, it's it's well, right. You got to have that. Of the top three, you have clean bathrooms, kid friendly, and Wi-Fi. I yeah. mean, when I started the KOA in 1972, you know, it wasn't even on the list. Obviously, yeah. I mean, we were still working on electric hookups. Yeah. So uh, yeah, no, it's transitioned, and uh, it, it's interesting because it impacts every aspect of our business from the sense of either advanced information or activities that are going on at the campground when they're there to send them to friends, family, show them what they're going Well, through. you know, some people don't know that. Now, my mother, uh, when she was alive, they used to go to KOI campgrounds extensively. Oh, God so bless her. They, they were retired, and they went around in their RV, and they had certain yeah. ones they wanted to, and they had activities. Because I remember I had to drive out, because she was staying near Watts, Watkins Glen when I was in Rochester, sure. and I would go out and stay with her, and then in the evenings, they had big events, like a Halloween party. It was a Halloween party in the middle of summer for kids. Yeah, we Christmas in July, Halloween in August, whatever. Okay, it was yeah, it was August. Do do that kind of thing. Uh, You know, but again, I think what you found is uh, there was a reputation of sort of being an overnight place, and what's happened is we've now evolved, and we've got to provide an entertainment element, a recreational element, because what's happened in the last ten or fifteen years is the staycation. So we had people staying closer to home. The evolution, though, here right now is that we've got you know this big study out on Northern American Camper that's telling us this summer people are going to break away. We're going to get back to the Yellowstone, we're going to back to Glacier, we're going to back to the uh, you know Black Hills and yep. Mount Rushmore because their anticipation with lower fuel prices is I can go further, go further. I go more often, mm-hmm. and I'm going to you know all of a sudden explore America. There's a, there's a pent up demand. That's well, and, 
and it's, it's not it's not that expensive either when you look at it. I mean, it's uh, maybe if you got to go out and buy the RV, but it's it's still a, an affordable vacation for people. You don't have to have an RV to go camping. Yeah. You know, we have uh, only about 25, 30% of our business, uh, you know, if you look at the campers in the United States. Remember, we're talking about 48 million households that consider themselves campers. 28 million went camping last year. Okay. Well, when you look at night, I saw the stats. Twenty-five percent of all Americans have gone to KOA. Yeah, that's got to be a lot, yeah. a little bit Long more time. of our age. Yeah, you yeah. know, that's, that's fifty-three more years. Yeah. But the point is, is half of those people that are out there camping today are using tents. Really, tents. And then a twenty percent. Is that of, more of the younger crowd, though? It, it it goes across the age, but yes, the younger crowd. Uh, economics. Back mm-hmm. to your point earlier, but I think we have to realize that there's sort of this evolutionary pace. You may start in a tent, then you want to get off the ground, and you end up in a pop up, mm-hmm. or you end up in one of our camping or ca- cabins. cabins. You guys do a lot of cabins. That's a big piece for you. I mean, those are pretty cool cabins. Because I've got some friends that are associated with you guys, and I've looked at those. Like maybe I want to put one of those out at my hunting. Yes, place. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. These deluxe cabins are four hundred square feet, bathroom, kitchen. They're absolutely, you know, knock your socks off, gorgeous interiors. They're all wood. Sleep six people, about 100 bucks a night. And the point is, is everyone can use it. So you need no equipment to arrive. And we throw in the 100 acres and the pancake breakfast and the tie-dye shirts and the music at night for free. Yeah, you know, and, when you try to start a fire in uh, a Marriott, you know, you get into, Mr. Marriott doesn't, is very, uh, very he, not very happy. He gets pissed off. I'm, yeah, just, I'm, just, gets, uh, I'm speaking from experience, Jim. I'm speaking from experience. So g- give me an idea. I, there was a term that I was looking at. My team does a lot of research. They give me a lot of information. And, and I don't know everything about you, but I know some of your franchisees I've met. I know some of the executives over the years. Uh, great run organization. You're owned Thank by you. Oscar Tang, by the way, right? Based in New York. New York guy. Yeah. Yep. Well, absolutely. He's held, held the company for, we were a public company in the 70s. Took it private. In 1980. So he's had it for about 34, 35 years. And he owns some other franchises, too. That's how I, I got to you, Jim. Sir Speedy and Pip Printing out yeah. there that are part Team of the Logic. Holdings. Team Logic. Wonderful. Yeah. The thing that's wonderful about Oscar Tang and his whole family is that they own this in their respect for this country because he sees us helping Americans and international guests enjoy the freedom of travel and he then sees us helping businesses, individual businesses, entrepreneurs be successful through this you know, franchise system, and he's so passionate about that. He's so yeah, it's, passionate it's about that here's value. It's interesting. a Chinese-American, and I, I get a kick. I've never met Oscar. I've heard about him for 20-some years through friends and just a down-home guy. I understand he wears a big belt buckle, too. Yeah. So that's we, what somebody was telling me about the other well, day. Well, we gave him a KOA belt buckle oh, on our 50th. You? You know, oh, I didn't, uh, I didn't see one coming here today. No, no. I, it does uh, help with the interviews, but Yeah, well, we'll, we'll, we'll th- work on that. We all have right. other gifts yeah. for you. Yeah, this are, is a podcast. I'm not, I, I don't have this uh, <laughs> CBS bullshit and all the other stuff where I've got to uh, you know, be impartial. So. But the business today that you're talking about, to have an ownership who was an investment banker in New York, and he tells a story of back in the 70s of evaluating the IBMs, the Kodaks, the Xeroxes, and the KOAs of the world. Mm-hmm. And guess what? KOA's done the best you know, all the way along, time. and it has a value component in it that is so rich in terms of getting people outdoor, families together, reunions, you know, th- th- this whole idea of enriching a life. Yeah. You know, we don't spend enough time outdoors do, today. Do the franchisees have that same feeling? Our franchisees believe in that because it's not about going to work and running a yogurt shop 
God bless you all that have a yeah. yogurt shop. It's about going out with a lifestyle. And there have we have third, fourth generation. I was going to say it, this has now. got this has got to be a generational thing. I mean, you've got to be seeing the second or third generation. We, now, oh, right? it's it's precious. It's precious. And what's neat to your point earlier is guess what? The younger generation has taken the next step. They're either adding facilities or adding additional technology or figuring out a way to market it or digitally. Events or events. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. I mean, we've had to evolve, and I think the the point is is we've enhanced our system uh, because of this whole idea of people staying with us longer. When you did a staycation, you aren't doing the frequent stops and coming in at 5 in the afternoon leaving at 8 in the morning. You're coming in on a Friday at 5 o'clock, and you're staying with us till late Sunday, and we have to entertain you. Yeah. So the whole concept of what we do has changed dramatically, which has enhanced the overall well, experience. So I've looked at, and over the years of, you know, you know listening to the conversations of, of some of the execs that work with you and your big, bigger family, and hear the conversation, some of the biggest property owners and richest people I know are KOA campground owners because those guys bought property 30, 40 years ago on the outskirts exactly. of Exactly. And now that, that <laughs> and now like in, in, in a good good example is Rapid City. Yeah, where right. in Rapid City where there used to be a KOA campground where I grew up is now a huge Walmart. There right? you go. And, that, that happens. That's happening. And obviously, it's a concern to us because you lose inventory typically. Right. You know, most of the growth in camping today is conversion of an existing facility. But you're right. I mean, I think the land play was in there. But again, many many people today, when I look at our convention audience, are people that have left corporate America because they want to know there's a, a, a purpose to their work. Looking for a, a lifestyle? Are they looking for a lifestyle? They're looking for a lifestyle, but also something that's giving back. The millennial, you know, generation is really concerned about what they're giving back. And you know, the, my mom always said, "You got to leave the campsite better than you found it." You know, yeah, that's and there, true. There, which, which you should. There's, there's a, any person that's staying, whether you're staying in KOA or you're out. On, but just out in, in the life, wild. in general, yeah. I think the youth yeah, you should always seeing, leave it better. There's, there's a there's a sense of what can I do in my uh, employment that indeed uh, gives something back to our society. Well, our but country. I think that's important. But at the same time, you got to make money. You got to pay the bills and this yeah. business has never been so enthusiastic. I mean, we're talking in our first 60 days, KOA is up 17%. We, we've been around 53 years. We've never seen a 17% increase. We are making more RVs in this country than we've ever made. We're going to make 374,000 units out of Elkhart, Indiana this year. Um, you know, the baby boomer has finally kind of busted and has actually taken the time to either sell yeah. the house and start moving around the country. We're seeing diversity in our camping for the first time. We have not been, you know, ethnically diverse, but the technology we're offering, the facilities of the Lux Cabin, we're attracting Asian, African American, a lot um, of Hispanic crowd too. I, I mean, I've seen fantastic. a lot when I've been at you know a lot of state parks or something, and and I, cause I get out a lot. I like to go out and get outdoors, and I've seen a lot more Hispanics at the at the campgrounds that I've ever seen. Before. Well, they love to travel as family and groups, and so again, we can facilitate that because somebody may want to be in a tent. Somebody mm-hmm. may want to be in a deluxe cabin. Somebody may have a, a Winnebago trailer or, or an RV that they want to uh, stay in. So the opportunity is for us to pull that whole group together and know again they're going to get together how, for these activities. How do you how do you team how do you help a franchise or your your part? They're partners. I mean, they're franchises, but they're partners. How do you help them? bridge the gap of, you know, moving from what used to be a real traditional business to much more, I, I don't want to call it modern business, but it's a different business. It's still the same. At the core, it's always been a hospitality business. But used to just like, hey, there's your spot, put your money in the jar, and we leave you alone. And now you've got to do this entire spectrum of entertainment. How do you help them do that? 
Well, look at it. We have uh, KOA University. Oh, okay. okay. So tell me about that. So 55, how does that work? 55,000 people have graduated from KOAU in the last 52 Just years. Just like Hamburger U at yes. McDonald's? Yes, yes, yes. So they start out typically, the conversions, the new franchisees are going to come in and spend a, you know, time with us in Billings, Montana, going to learn who we are and what we do. And then we have activity throughout the year where we go out and we offer a different insights. But KOAU online, I mean, we have courses that help people figure out how to put an events program on or post a bulletin board on their website. You know, again, so there are, there are so many uh, sharing of best practices that go on in a franchise system that franchisees help franchisees. And everybody, every franchisee is a, a creative being. Uh, you love them because they make decisions fast, they make decisions about finance, and they adjust their business as necessary to the customer. And we've given them so much knowledge over the last few years about who it is they're serving. So we do more research you know, we, 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 Did you bring that over from the? Because yeah. to, to me, this sounds like yeah. a casino yeah. business thing. I mean, I used to be partners with Sheldon Adelson. I know how well, and, you know, Jim Murin at, at uh, MGM is a good, a good friend of mine. Go. I know what those guys do. I know Bill Hornbuckle, the president over there, he's watching every single thing. He knows when someone <laughs> slips a card in a slot that's a high roller, they're on him in five seconds. Do you need a drink? Can I help you? Can I bring you a, a chicken sandwich? So how much of that are you bringing into that system? As, as, as much as we can that really makes a difference. It's what counts. And I think the most important thing that we've learned is that the guest wants to meet the owner. Mm-hmm. Okay, The guest wanted to meet Bill Hara. The guest I, wanted to meet uh, Bill Cosby. I saw a statistic. What's the statistic of the, the amount of satisfaction that goes up when they meet 16 points that's huge not 16 percent. 16 points if i can get that owner a little bit of free time because i'm doing their accounting i'm doing their marketing i'm writing thank you notes to the just guests, to get out I'm and up, say hello just give them a couple hours when i walked down that casino floor at harrah's i had a list of the people i called on the guy that had been yeah. with us for 23 years right. the lady had been at slots for we have the same opportunity in this business and it, what a contrast it makes because when you typically go to a campground you have low expectations all of a sudden a yellow shirt shows up yeah. with the owner and he's bringing firewood he's delivering a cup of coffee the, or whatever, whatever. Yeah. it's just like wow what is that and to me that is the comfort zone that we're delivering in the private sector of camping that you're not going to get in the public sector you're not going to find this sadly in our public facilities because they've cut back on the rangers oh, they've they, cut, they back. cut back on everything so we, we we in order to get americans out we are their assistants. We are there to help them set up the tent, make it easier, make it fun, make them feel they're secure. They're not going to be embarrassed going out and camping for the first time because we're going to help them through it. That's well, what we're I'm, there so for. So I'm drinking the KOA uh, Kool-Aid. So it's, tell, yellow. Yeah, it's, all right. it's, it's all yeah, yellow. It's all yellow. <laughs> so tell me, tell me, man, what... what what uh, what's the percentage of corporate owned versus franchise owned operations? Out of the eight hundred, we operate twenty nine of them. Oh, that's not very much. No. That, that's like a, a a learning ground or playing ground for you, it's right? Very good, very good. It's wonderful for us because it becomes a test kitchen. It becomes a greenhouse. Where are they at, by the way? I'm just curious. All over. We go from Bar Harbor, Maine, to the Key West, to out to Santa. Were Cruz. those intended, or you just got those back? When we went public in 1970, we raised ten million dollars, and that gave us the opportunity to go out and buy campgrounds. So, mm-hmm. and uh, we've got gathered, you know, additional ones. Uh, they're just We have a convention center at Okeechobee and 790 sites and, uh, you know, swimming pool and restaurant, golf course. So, I mean, we have a does huge that ever, facility. Does that ever cause a little channel conflict? The guys get ticked off about that? 
The franchisees uh, ask that question periodically, but I think we typically come back and talk to them about the way we take the risk out of initiatives because we've got a very professional staff. Well, yeah, and the team that's down there are employees of ours that are probably some of the best managers in the world. Mm-hmm. And so they're going to give this a run. And guess what? It doesn't always work. A mattress, a type of new new type of pancake mix, you know, technology. Yeah. New cabin structure, whatever. We'll throw it back, and we'll go right. back to the manufacturer, and we'll make it better because we'll put a steel beam in the floor. We'll change the texture of the of the. So you're you know, the guinea pigs rather than the franchisees. Right. So, so when it gets to them, it's 85 90% sure it's going to go through, which our independent, you know, competitor isn't going to going to get offered. Well, those are fair questions, I think, for a franchisee to ask every once in a while. Of course. Right. Yeah. No question. We, we we think it's a... In fact, you you know this better than any of talking to all these business leaders. Business leaders learn from their peers yeah. more than they do from always. the keynote speaker. Okay? Oh, always. Yeah. So, guess what? I have the, the best operators in the world talking to my franchisees one-on-one. And that accelerates our initiative speed, our learning curve, our implementation. Rather than taking five years, we can do it in two because they believe and buy off from the guy that's a fellow operator. What's, what's the component. hardest thing? when you, You've got how many franchises? 500. So you've got 500. So you're only as good as your weakest link. I mean, really, when you look at that, you're as good as your lowest common denominator. What's been the most difficult thing for you to you know, get across to all 500 owners? Well, look at the, the the key that you addressed earlier is quality, and again, I, I would bring it from the the casino hotel hospitality business. That when I originally got back to KOA in two thousand, the first thing I did is I drove out to visit campgrounds, and I'd pull up and I'd say, "Hey, Jeff, how you doing?" And he mm-hmm. goes, "Jim, I run the best KOA in America." And I go, great, that's so good. How do you know that? He says, my guest told me. And I go down 100 miles on the road, and I run into Bob, and Bob would say, I run the best best in America. So guess what? We went out and asked America. We get a quarter million surveys back a year. Wow, that's a lot. With the net promoter score. Okay, the net promoter score. know what it is. There you go. So NPS, every campground, every day is getting their NPS from yesterday, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, the pride that you have of being America's best or feeling that as an owner, guess what? You know, It's not me telling you. It's not my inspectors telling me. It's the people it's that pay guess. you money. Oh, my yeah. goodness. So I'm a 35-year veteran in the hospitality business. I've never seen behavior change so dramatically and so quickly. And the good news is we're up 18 points on our net promoter score. Is that because you're, you're, you're sharing that and you're being transparent with it now? Every day they yeah, get it. Yeah. So it took us it took us five or six years to get our process going. Was it tough for them to do yes, that? Yes, because yeah. originally it was the survey's not right. You know, oh, you talked to the wrong person. That's not true. I do clean those bathrooms. Year right? three, yeah. when it says, you know, you got a problem at your front desk and the, and the wife is at the front desk, they sit down that night and they go, honey, I think we got to do something at the front yeah, desk, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. sweetheart. I, I hate to, you're, you're you're on the roaster now. We're we're gonna yeah, we're yeah. gonna have to find somebody else. But the point is, is they responded to it yeah. because they're so proud. And so, to your point of what have I taken away? That that has had more. I'd have a hard time with employees in the casino world with those judgments. We were owned by Holiday Inn, and they brought a lot of that service yeah. and component. But for our franchise system, and then the, the fact that we've seen the system move 17 points in the last five years on their net promoter score, this is true. This is so true to them you, to have to, such pride in the quality is it, improvement. Is it, you talked earlier about the fact that gas is going down for this year, and that's going to help get more people. Is it that big of a difference in terms of changing? I would think people just go camping to go camping. But you're just saying because people can do more of it, or they can afford more of it, they're going to go back in? I think we're underestimating the impact of this gas thing. Um, you know, I think it's impacting the disposable income. 
I think it's changing attitudes. I think it's a people feeling just a little more freedom. Um, and look, at there are all kinds of things that are coming into play. The biggest setback for people to enjoy any kind of travel is time. And the opportunity that we've found is with technology, the capability that people can, you know, get away. It's kind of a contrast between work time and free time. But technology allows them to go further, too, because they're able to be away from work, okay? So the gas in the tank is costing less. Uh, For the senior market, uh, that's a key component. They're on fixed incomes. Uh, They're able to go a little further. Um, and, uh, you know, again, when I look at my snowbird business being up 17% for the first 60 days, I'm going, oh, my goodness gracious, what does that mean my uh, summer business is going to look like? Because the people that are most impacted by price are that snowbird business. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's That's pretty good. cool. So let, let me, I go out to fans. I ask them questions. I have a fan uh, by the name of Sheila Anderson. In fact, I think this is a good one. She's an image consultant. So she asked, what one keyword describes KOA? The one word you want people to immediately think of when they think of KOA. Fun. Just fun. fun. Yeah. I think that the nice thing about it is that it's fun for anyone. Uh, you know, you can adapt your fun. Um, you know, you can either sit there and read a book. You can go get involved in activities. You can campfire. You can cook out tonight. I mean, the, it, the, today's marketplace requires customization to each of us. And camping's not any different. You can create fun for yourself. You can personalize it. You can figure out what you want to stay in, how long you want to stay, where you want to go. So, um, you know, we used to have a saying, it was clean, friendly, and fun. That was KOA. So fun is fun is there. It sounds simple. But uh, we create it, we help facilitate it, and uh, again, the hospitality. There's a, there's a great restaurateur here in New York uh, named Danny Meyer. Oh, yeah, Danny. Danny, yeah. Uh, Danny has got a wonderful book out called Set the Table, mm-hmm. and in there he defines the difference between service and hospitality, and, and I love it. I, I just think he's, he's wonderful in terms of his thought process. And service is what we do for someone, but hospitality is how we make somebody feel. Right, And I think that's what we're bringing to our campers. We are changing the way they feel about the experience they're having. And the sincerity, the fun, the way we deliver it is uh, really dialing it up. And it's led to that improving quality. Speaking of feeling, I, I feel like I need to do a commercial for a second. Oh, I gotta, I, you know, I got to pay for this thing. Just like, you know, you got campers that come in. And America runs on Dunkin'. That's my big sponsor, Dunkin' Donuts. Do you drink coffee? Oh, yeah. I love coffee. Yeah. I love donuts more, yeah. though. I, what, what's your favorite donut? I always ask everybody that because everybody's got one. It's, got the, it's the glazed old-fashioned. I like those. I like the sour cream. I love sour cream. And, you know, I'm an apple fritter kind of guy. Oh, too. apple fritter. Yeah, I forgot about that you one. Can't, that's I mean, anything one. that's fried, that's just, you But, know, you know, like If it had bacon on it, which I'm trying to get them to talk about. You know? America runs on Dunkin'. Do you remember the smell of bacon in a campfire? Oh. That would be pretty cool. That is nice. You should just pipe that in. That would, we'll think, well, that's a good one. You know, I'm writing it down. Do. Here's, here's a question from Enrico Martini. How hard was it for transition from the bright lights of the casino to the campfires of KOA. I didn't even write that. That was very poetic. Wow. That was, that was pretty good. Well, he needs to know that originally uh, the franchisees were worried they were going to put fr- slot machines in the stores. Were they um, really? Yeah, oh, yeah. We got calls on that. You know, oh, my God. A lot of rumors thing? always pop up when new guys come Well, out. what's a casino guy going to do in the camping business? Look, it's been wonderful. We have an incredible team at KOA, and, and I don't take credit for this transition. Uh, they're the ones our franchisees have done it all. I think it just opened some doors for us to think about our business a little differently. Uh, certainly the measurement of quality and the research folks that we introduced last night with the North American Camping Report uh, is significant. And I think the whole idea of uh, 
you know, how you promote uh, employees internally is uh, applies. Uh, you know, I had 2,000 employees at Harris, and you're always doing internal marketing to fire them up. I think our selection of staff has improved, and, uh, you know, our facility enhancement has uh, come a long way as well. And, I, again, the, I think the disciplines in the hospitality business, not maybe what it is, the programs that you offer are certainly different. You guys are also getting called from the National Park Service and some of the state park services for under – Underperforming parks, right? Yes, so start yes. taking over those. Are, are those. are you turning those over to franchises or trying to run them as corporate? You know, I, I've I've spent a lot of hours in Washington D.C. and various state capitals talking to various government officials and offered them KOE University. And you know, my whole thought was uh, don't take the ranger away. The ranger is in love with the floor, the fauna, the river, the soil. Let's just teach them the business. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think we need to take them over. I think we need. You got to, a you got a heart problem? Go to cardiologist, not a general practitioner. That's well, what you, you guys do. Yeah, right? yes, yeah, so that I'm, makes sense. But nobody's ever taught the Forest Service the business. Right. Of running the campground. No, they're the business of the force. Exactly. Right? I mean, that's but, what. But they we do. ought to combine that. It, you shouldn't. It's not necessary. Bring in a, a vendor or a, you know somebody else to operate. Take the love that that person has and teach them the business. And, and they just have never. They've never injected the uh, economic engine that's necessary in the outdoor hospitality business to begin to substantiate to replace the picnic table that was first built in 1949 and never been replaced or the road well, that's so been, there, I would think there are some parks or some states that do a fairly good job of it. I mean, I, I and I can look at a couple. I mean, my own home sure, state, sure. I think they do a fairly good job, but they're, they've gone for lodges and a little bit more upscale. They did a little bit things many years ago, but you're watching some of these other states. It, it's just bad news. It's sad because yeah. that's why I, I, I decide to go to to Yellowstone or Glacier, not to the KOA at Yellowstone or Glacier. We have KOAs outside yeah. in the gateway towns, okay? Yep. But you make the decision on the destination first. Well, you try to get in there. You want to get in and there. And the research yeah. is saying that we spend time going to it, but we don't stay there, okay? Mm-hmm. They're going to come find the services that we offer, the fun and the delivery of those. And the, the other thing is they don't offer, I mean, we've got a we've got a KOA app. You know, a quarter million people have downloaded this in a year. Mm-hmm. The, the, the state and public facilities aren't giving you the technology services services that, that you, you're that demanding you expect to, to, expect. to back to your first question to well, keep up with well that gets market. back to another thing i mean there was a couple of terms i thought you know there's a in the restaurant business they're now referring to some things as fast casual which yeah. you know and you guys have created this thing called soft rugged i read well, there you the, go that's a, what, the, what the hell is that that sounds like a, a b&d with the lingerie come kind on of thing, no right? that's the perfect term i'm glad you reminded me of that soft rugged is what americans want they want to go out and ride their bikes uh, float the river you know, climb the mountain, but at the end of the day, they want a hot meal, a good bed, and a hot shower. And guess yeah. what? We clean, are, ba- clean bathroom. We they, are they really so like positioned for that. that. We are perfect yeah. for that. When my wife and I go on walking tours in different places of the world, you know, we get worked up all day long in the rain, but we end up at some pub, you know, and we get the beer and the wine and the wonderful meal. KOA is so sad. And besides that, if you have an RV, you know, you yeah. move that around, that's that's the soft, yeah. okay? Yeah. But you still can go But they the still want to get out. My, I know my exactly. mother, she always wanted to grill outside. She always wanted sure. to... to put the awning up and we'd always sit underneath the outside you know even though it was nicer inside and cooking is yeah. the number one activity of our camper i mean mm-hmm. the when you ask them you know how you rate fishing and biking and hiking everybody wants to spend that time uh, cooking and it's not just the mom it's the dad and the kids and everybody that's involved with it well let me let me switch gears on you because you did something that not a lot of executives do and i know some of the guys that have done this but and gals as well undercover boss you did undercover boss. You got dressed up. You went out and worked. That was that your first time working. It wasn't your first time working in a KOA campground, right? Jeff, look at I. I spend a heck of a lot of time on the front lines of of all the businesses I've been in. 
I think it's a wonderful show. I think it's so good for. How did you pull? It? I mean, but how did you pull it off? Because you're pretty. I mean, you've been there a long time. You're pretty well known. I mean, that's not easy. Well, you know, we 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 actually were asked a couple times. We were worried they couldn't find a disguise for me, but uh, you know, we got in out of five KOAs without being discovered. So. Uh, my big concern every morning was asking the director, I said, what happens if I get caught? And he just goes, just go with it. Yeah. And I go, what do you mean, go with it? Yeah, well, there have been a couple people that have been close. Yeah. yeah or, but what a great show. I mean, CBS has put that program on for yeah. now, fifth or sixth season, and it's doing so well. And uh, what a, I mean, we were away with uh, 21 people for 11 days. And it, the thing about it was, is they ask you every segment, what did you take away? Yeah. I've been in the system long enough and visiting enough campgrounds. I think I saw most of what I already seen. The big th- component came once it was viewed or showed, once it played, we realized that America didn't know what KOA was. Because the biggest line we got from the emails and all the f- feedback was, we didn't know KOA had that. Wow. So this, they saw a marina, they saw a deluxe cabin, they saw a zip line, they saw pancakes in the morning. These were things that weren't in the. We have a very well, high it, awareness. It was like no. it was like stuck where they their experience. A lot of folks that were watching it was like it was like twenty years yeah, ago. Exactly, right? it was nineteen eighties, fifties, sixties, yeah. whatever you want to say. We weren't around fifties, but sixties, yeah. seventies. That's what they saw, and they see that sign on the highway, and that's what we we gave them the new KOA, the today KOA. So what's and, the slogan? You have you almost like you should almost have you seen the new KOA. Right, almost, exactly. Yeah. Thank you. What's behind the yellow sign? Is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it's pretty What's close. How's that sign? for marketing? There guy, you are. Yeah. We're with you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we're showing people what's behind the yellow sign, and we've done TV and radio, and you know, obviously our digital marketing is intense. Yeah. What's been the biggest? You, you I, I mean, I, you and I haven't met before, and this is a great, great opportunity. You're very outspoken, very vivacious oh, kind of guy. I, I love it. Really nice, I love it. You know, thank which, you. Which I think you got to be in the position you're in. You got to be a big, huge cheerleader, which you are. Uh, what's been the biggest thing that's been the greatest impact on your life? Wow, you know, uh, I uh, had a had a tough situation in my prior career. The casino hotel business uh, beats you up pretty well, and uh, to know that I could go to work for this uh, individual named Oscar Tang, the story I tell in my old business, I was called seven times a day. You yeah. know, uh, yeah, my, checking my, on everything. My, my boss was in Las Vegas. I was in Reno. Yeah. Uh, Oscar doesn't call me seven times all year, yeah. you know, and when he but does. Why, but there's a difference. Why? Why? Trust. Yeah. It's all about trust. And, and again, his feeling about what we're capability of doing, and I think that's a lesson. You talk about the lessons you share on this radio. But that's going to be show. because you're delivering, Jim. Jim. I mean, a, guy, a guy's going to call you when you're not doing your job. Yeah, that's right. right. That's and a, right. Or, or, he's in, he's, or he he's, or she is insecure, which I, you see that from time to time with a lot of leaders. All of us in our business life like to reach a place where we're comfortable and, uh, you know, I've been given the best job ever. It's the best job. And I was prepared for it. I mean, I was a Boy Scout for years and still am. And, uh, you know, I started out my hospitality career at a working at a campground. And I think that it's just evolved. And here I am back. I've worked for KOA in 1972, went back to business school, got a casino. And I got invited back 15 years ago. So somebody out there is watching out after me. How did, that come, how did that come about? You got invited back. Well, I was uh, kind of finishing up as general manager at Harris Reno. I've been there for eight years. And, uh, Sure enough, a good friend of mine uh, and yours uh, called me from uh, his job and said they were looking, and uh, I said, this is perfect, because, again, I think i got a toolbox that aligns. And when I left KOA in 1975 and went back to business school, the theme and the KOA really uh, was what I did my thesis on at UCLA, on family vacation stuff. And it was just, it's always been there, and I always wanted to recreate the energy of KOA that I'd had in the 70s, and uh 
this was uh, this was the perfect opportunity. You mentioned Boy Scouts. You're you're an Eagle Scout, right? I'm one of ten Eagle Scouts in my family. Is that right? And I, I and as I recall, you got three young boys. men. Yep, three boys and three uh, boys. Yep, all my brothers and uh, all their sons and. Uh, you know, I've been involved with scouting since my mom and dad got us uh, going early, and uh, it's it's a phenomenal. The, the program obviously has a big impact on our camping business because most people enter the outdoors uh, with the help of a parent that quite often has been a scout. Mm-hmm. Uh, both Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts are so precious in terms of what they're able to do. And, uh, you know, when you ask me some of the you know lessons I've learned over the my life, I would certainly attribute uh, scouting to the, the trustworthy, loyal, helpful, friendly, courteous, kind, obedient, thrifty, yeah, clean uh, uh, and reverent. You know, yeah, yeah. I, you know, it's all out there, and those are values that stay with you. And uh, be prepared. Uh, you know, the kinds of things. Do your best. Uh, I'm always cleaning up Starbucks bathrooms. You know, I it, always it, have to leave it better than I found it. Is that? Yeah, there you go. I, I'm always doing that in airplanes. I'm doing that in airplanes, but that's I'm traveling. Hey, I want to ask you some like this is what I call the rapid fire. So I just ask you a bunch of different questions, real quick, kind of get your opinion, your thoughts on the things that you're thinking about. All right. What's the deal with the Rolla Roaster? Oh my God! It's the it's the iPhone of uh, s'more cooking, and I'm going to give you one when the show's over. But it's a one arm camper in Idaho, invented it 25 years ago. It's the most modern tool for cooking s'mores in the world. Just s'mores, or someone said it was a hot dog roasting. Yeah, it'll it'll cook a hot dog. Um, you know, it's uh, it's actually it's a uh, extends. It's wonderful. Look at this. It, I, I'm, it, I'm it's seeing a it now. Roaster, it's a, they, we went from a wood handle, you know, piece of this wood. This is a, so for those of you can't. This is radio, obviously is a radio. podcast. You can't see it, but it's a it's a fork tine. That looks like a you know radio like a serpent, antenna. a radio antenna. It's great for getting ahead of the line in buffets. Now, see, I have a, a fire pit back home this in South it. Dakota. This is going to be perfect because I have handle. kids over. So I love you it. know, we went from a stick you to don't a want hanger. Them. You don't want to, yeah, exactly. You okay. don't want to, yeah, you don't want a hanger because you hold on to a hanger in a fire, it's going to burn. Pretty but quick. are you a burner or a browner? No, I'm a browner. Then this is yours. Look yeah. at the black handle. Yeah. Roll the roaster. It rolls. See, it rolls. Roll the roaster. Okay, who came up with huh? that name? The, the guy that invented Bob it. Holzer in Idaho, twenty five years ago, we invented this. I mean, he lost an arm to polio. Do you He's, sell the? You, you sell these bet. at the thing? No, I'm not selling these to you. You're going to have to put a Dunkin' Donut at the end of one of those. Uh, we they, we can do that. You, you can roast that on. Yeah, roast. We a, use them you for, roast a Dunkin' Donut on oh, this. Oh, the dude. best. Oh, it's the best, dude. And, and the point is, is we've given them the president of the United States. We always, but see, we we always want to put. What's something Obama? On. What's Obama going to do? With listen, that? listen to Jeff show some more. We always put the word <laughs> some more on the handle. <laughs> Right? Let's get kids outdoors. No, this is get kids outdoors. Oh, that's some more. awesome. Here's here's some more. Ca- uh, here's here's <laughs> to some more camping this summer. That's awesome. I love that. Okay, next one. Uh, next question: Roughing it or comfort camping? What's your preference? A c- comfort camping. Yeah, you're a comfort kind I'm of guy. I'm a comfort. You're, yeah, I can see you at the end of the day. You got to have a little glass of I wine can, or scotch. I or. can go climb a mountain, and I can do that. But I did a lot of that when I was a scout, and I've uh, I prefer the. Deluxe cabin. I today. am more of that now. Way, although I do like roughing it. I'm a rough, a roughing. I, I was hunting this weekend. I, I like roughing it, but I also like going back to the lodge these days. So well, and I, you know, I like to go. I like to go places with my wife. Yeah, I and, do too. Uh, you know, yeah. what's, uh, she would prefer that. Yeah, to, well, yeah, my idea. <laughs> my, my wife's idea of camping actually is room service. So there we go. There you go. How about a backhoe or zipline? These are two of the things you tried to undercover. So which which backhoe or zipline? Well, look at the I, only reason I got on the zipline was because that was Tim Bickford and he was brave, where Jim Rogers was scared to death. That, so that was your that alter was, ego was, on the yeah, show. Yeah, that's right? the only way that's I got away name. with it. And the backhoe, I had a wonderful franchisee down there that 
helped operate it. But uh, what a, what a wonderful opportunity! It was, Should they it was keep terrific. you away from heavy machinery? Yes, definitely. At all, all at all times. Yeah, are you my scared hands. of hi- Are you scared of heights? Yes, I'm scared. I'm petrified. Yeah, I, I get a nosebleed if I wear two pairs of socks. There you go. Yep. Yeah, same yep. kind of thing. All right, cabin or RV? I'm a cabin guy now. Yeah. Deluxe cabin. I want to keep... We have two types of cabins. We have a camping cabin, which is basically a log cabin that's got a queen-size bed and two bunk beds. Okay, you're throwing a commercial so nice. in there. nice. There you're you go. Right in there. And then the deluxe slick. cabin is... The key to that is bathroom and kitchen, you know, in that deluxe cabin. So and we have 2,500 of those in our system. That's pretty cool. I like... Do you bring your own sheets? Don't have to. You don't have to. No. They, they have them all there? Yeah, it's all everything taken care of. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Shampoo, everything? You got it. God, this is like, I, I, all right, I'm going. We'll bring, and there's a fire pit out front, so you can have that I like, experience. I like we can fire be rolling, pit. We can be cooking s'mores. I like a fire pit. All right, what do Neil Armstrong, Bill Gates, Mike Bloomberg, Beasley Reese, and Jim Rogers all have in common? They're all Eagle Scouts. Hey, you remember that. And, uh, you know, I don't put myself in that category. Hey, that's but, uh, not bad. That's a pretty precious group of, of folks. And, uh, you know, only 4% of Scouts. Uh, Who's Beasley Reese? I don't know who Beasley Reese is. Do you know? You don't, don't know. know? Yeah, I don't know. But he's, he's an Eagle Scout. You remember good guy. That? Must be a good guy. It has to be yeah. an Eagle Scout, so. yeah. which is pretty good. Only 4% of Scouts get to the Eagle Scout. It, only 4%? Only 4%. How many total Scouts in the United States right now? There are 2.5 million. There'll be 58,000 Eagle Scouts, and uh, we have about a million volunteers out there that are putting those programs. That's on. pretty cool. I stopped at a Weeblo. I was a Weeblo. Yeah, and that was as far that's as a, I that's got. That's okay. You were still a scout. Yeah, I was you know, still there. There's some little piece you took away. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, my mother was a den mother the whole bit. She, t- you know, and my because my dad was overseas in the in the war, and so um, the Vietnam War at the time, and um, and so yeah, she was she was the mom, the dad, the whole bit, and she did my brother's nine. She was the den mother yep. the whole bit. Wonderful. Yeah. I love her. Yeah. Um, can you can you fill in the blank to this? I don't see what see if you can do this. A scout is trustworthy, yeah, loyal, helpful, friendly, courteous, kind, obedient, thrifty, brave, clean, and reverent. That's awesome. And, and I'm 66 years old. Yeah. Can you believe that? And one more, cheerful and cheerful. And, and you You're are cheerful. cheerful. You're a cheerful oh. guy. I, you know, there's not. There's, is there much get you down? No, you can't. I mean, look at how many. I mean, you, how get many pi- you got like, every once in a while. You come on. You got to get pissed. How many off, people right? come on your show that are leaders in the industry that aren't enthusiasts? You know, you know there's get, a couple get, of cranky guys. Yeah, trust get me. Rid I of mean, them. no, there's a couple is, of cranky guys. They're nice guys, but they get a little cranky sometimes. When you're sometimes. talking about a franchise system, you're talking about the same thing as volunteers. They don't work for me. Yeah. Okay. You have to teach them and send them. You got to bring them, them along. You have to do that. You know this better yeah. than the speeches that you give to the audiences you take care of, and I think this is what we have to be able to do as leaders in this business. I I like to think of myself as a coach. Yeah. You know, and and I think a coach is a cheerleader in some ways and a teacher in others, and and that's the way we move KOA forward. I was going to ask your favorite color, but you already told me it's yellow shirts. I get that. That's because it's, it's, it's important for you to know, though. Yellow wasn't just something we picked out of the blue. Why did you pick you, it out? In 1965, the highway department told us to use yellow in our road signs because yellow is the color your eye responds to first. And so when we went to a uniform five years ago, Just we, we, but guess what? The quality of uh, presence of staff, security, and uh, on, uh, came went way up on our, on our Just, reports. Well, but everybody knew who to go look for. There were only three people still working there, but they thought there were 12. Now the trucks yeah. are yellow, the golf carts are yellow. There's a sense of, of staff and service that just comes with I that like color. That. I Fantastic. like that. Hey, so who were... Uh, Philo, Orville, Echo, and Clyde, and what did they have in common? You remember them? <laughs> no, you don't. Oh, come on! This is like way back. Orville, 19- right? No, F- Philo, Orville, 
Echo and Clyde and have in common back in 1978, the movie Every Which Way But Loose. They stayed at a <laughs> KOA campground. We yeah. dug that baby out bravo, of the deal. Bravo, bravo. I mean, I love that one. That, that, that's a throwback <laughs> reference right there to one of my t- key guys there. Thanks, John, for that. I appreciate it. Hey, this is your time for a shameless plug. I always give every guest an opportunity to plug whatever you'd like to plug. What would you plug today? America, get outdoors. We need to get youth, families, uh, every one of us gets needs to get time away and uh, we'd love to see you at a KOA campground we've got a wonderful system out there that can take care of any kind of need you have but more importantly you know there's so much to be gained to get youth outdoors that uh, helps their overall attitude obesity ADA you name it then uh, we just aren't doing enough of that and I think people just whether you get down to the local park or get out to a national park you know backyard to backcountry get out there and make the time to do it and see your neighbors See your neighbors. That's where you meet a lot of people. You meet some great people at campgrounds. You always meet the person next to you and the next person next to you, and you get to know each other. And, and you, know, you share a hot dog or hamburger. Our society today is so hesitant. We're wearing headphones. We're looking at computers. You get in a campground, within minutes, you've got some interaction going with a guest next door. You know, you're sharing a glass of wine, or you're talking about your, or your dog dogs or your, or your dogs over with the other dogs. Go dog, Bears, yeah. go Indians. You know, it's yeah. all right there. That campground environment, that community that exists, you'll find yourself very comfortable there. Anybody will. And the good news about our report is we're seeing diversity. We're seeing greater African-American. We're seeing greater Asian. We're Latino. I mean, that's that's. Where can, where can people get the report? Uh, they can go online to KOA.com, pick it up there, as well as any information about any campground. And uh, we offer a free directory to KOA campgrounds at every KOA. So you just stop by, and it's free, and it's a Get it online. Great list. Download the app. Sure. Right? Same thing. The app is uh, critical and uh, certainly one that we find to be very popular. In fact, what's amazing, back to technology, is the percent of people that are now making reservations on the app versus going online. It's increased tremendously. Well, mobile's such a big point. Well, people yeah. are moving. They're out yeah. on the road. And they're so they're, you know, you have the, sort of your navigators making the reservation for today right. on the app. So, uh, again, the app's free. It can be at Apple Store, you name it. And uh, it's it's we got, again, a quarter million in one year. We just we blew us away. We had no anticipation of that. When's the camping when? season kind of kick off? It, it, it never stops. Never stops. No way. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Well, in Florida, you can go all the year. I know. Texas, we, well, a large percentage of our campgrounds close in the winter. But the point is, is you can find a way to get outdoors on any day it's just a matter of taking the time well, to rent do a it. cabin in the wintertime we do up at lake placid love to have you all right my friend well it's a pleasure get out to koa campgrounds it's a pleasure i got mr jim rogers and this has been jeffrey hazlett all business with jeffrey hazlett tune in and listen to more i'm going camping and i'm taking my roll roaster and i'm going to go make some hot dogs and maybe a s'more you bet Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Hey, learning lessons, that's what it's always about. You know, you sit around the campfire and you start telling stories, and that's what we were doing with Jim Rogers. And what did I learn? They're not in the campground business. What they're in is in the business of hospitality, taking care of people. That's what I heard. You know, you always can make money when you take care of people, show them a great time, and they'll always open up their pocketbooks for you. So that's my lesson today from KOA Campgrounds. This is Jeff Hazlett with All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett on Play.it. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.